0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the City Diplomacy Student Podcast. I'm Vitória Sehbi. And I am Gumi Sochisi. And we're here today to talk about the UCCI, or the Union of Ibero-American Capital Cities, whose primary purpose is to work for peaceful coexistence, development of solidarity, understanding, and cooperation of the peoples of the Ibero-American sphere. So we'll do it in three parts. In the first part we're going to talk about its origins and main characteristics. In the second part we're going to do a SWOT analysis or to examine its strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. And last but not least, we'll take a look at its reaction to the COVID-19 crisis. So, first start. The origins of the UCCI are related to the context of the Ibero-American redemocratization in the 1980s after decades of civic military dictatorship, both in Latin America and in the Iberian Peninsula. So in 1982, in this turbulent period of democratic transition, the city's governments with the leadership of Madrid awoke to the need of international insertion and collaboration to face common challenges. So the origin of the UCTI tells us much about its characteristics. It is a city network that has a very regional character with this shared history component. Now, the objectives of the UCTI are precisely to promote yet more links, relationships, exchanges of knowledge and experiences in different sectors, economic, cultural, technical, tourism, between the capital cities of the Ibero-American space studying the issues that affect them taking solidarity and cooperation between them particularly through twinnings and agreements
1: um, the ucci also aims at establishing collaboration and synergies between cities so as to generate spaces for dialogue and representation of the ibero-american municipalities whilst promoting its international positioning So this includes strengthening institutional capacity, operation of local authorities and civil society in constructing instruments of integral local development.
0: So in short, the UCCI seeks solutions to problems that are common to the city, fomenting a model of peaceful coexistence and development in a framework of solidarity. Now, why don't you tell us a bit more of How is the UCCI composed?
1: Yes, with regards to its composition, um, the UCCI was founded in 1982 with 22 capitals and is now composed of 29 capital cities or large non-capital major cities and metropolitan areas of the national states such as Barcelona, Sao Paulo and Rio de Janeiro.
0: Now, regarding the organization, of the UCCI, it has governing bodies that exist and operate at both regional and subregional level. So at regional level, we have the general secretariat, the general assembly, the executive committee, and the subregional meetings of mayors. The general secretariat, fixed in Madrid, is the general coordinator of the UCCI work and is supported by a technical office. The general assembly, which is made of the mayors and presidents of municipal chambers of the member cities is the sovereign body and meets ordinarily every two years. The executive committee is managerial and representative and meets once a year, made of the co-presidents, vice presidents, and secretary general, and the general director of the UCCI. It reinforces decentralization in the operation of the UCCI as a whole. So, since 1989, the UCI is divided into four subregions Central America, Mexico and the Caribbean, having cities such as Guatemala and Mexico City, and Panama, the Andean zone, having cities such as Bogota, Caracas, La Paz, the Southern Cone, with cities such as Asuncion, Brasilia, Rio de Janeiro, and the Iberian Peninsula, with cities such as Lisbon, and Madrid.
1: Now, each of these sub-regions has its own governing bodies, um, the meeting of mayors and the vice presidents. So the meeting of mayors is the sovereign body and is made up of the mayors of these member cities in the sub-region. And the vice president is chosen by the General Assembly.
0: Just at the level of the sub-region that the programs and activities to be conducted are established. And also that the budget is dist- and the quotas of each member city contribution fixed. The General Secretariat back in Madrid sends additional funds and offers support to conduct what whatever the sub regions wish to do. Um, now we actually assess it
1: and look at how they actually work. And talking about who sends funds and assistance to whom, maybe it is time we explain how the UCCI actually works. So The work of the group is divided into four thematic groups, which is governance, equality and social development, sustainable territory and economy and culture. There are still smaller working groups called sectional committee and currently there are 13 of them where cities cooperate on various issues and afterwards recommendations and minutes are put together then approved.
0: Cities also in many projects. Through consulting and technical assistance, assistance, experts from Spanish and Madrid City Councils are allocated to various projects in the city's collaboration. Additionally, the UCI supports South-South and triangular co- cooperation between the city, facilitating communication or mobility of experts for training purposes and the exchange of good practices.
1: And there, there's also the organization of specific courses, meetings, and seminars which really favors the exchange of knowledge and capacity building. So it invests in the city administrations. And these training sessions have been happening even before the pandemic started. And you can find them on their YouTube channel. There is also a virtual classroom with many courses, internship schemes as well, in partnership with city councils and universities. And this comes with uh, support for municipal research, development, and innovation projects in areas of local public management.
0: Likewise, they collaborate in humanitarian cooperation act, which allows the UCI to be a support network in case of crisis, mediating and favoring the donation of certain goods and equipment
1: lastly, the UCCI has a long-standing, effective, and dynamic work on communication. The beginning of this last decade saw the opening of their website, and it houses tools for internal and external communication. And more information can be found on their social networks, too. And another resource is the ibero American Documentation Research Center, the CIDI. It really works as an archive. And Finally, there's also an annual editorial line with magazine, Ibero-American Cities, and it's there to promote uh, literally, contests and monographic publications about various topics at different points in time.
0: Wow, it really looks like the UCCI does promote and achieve its goal of developing solidarity and cooperation of the people of the Ibero-American sphere in multiple dimensions, levels, and areas.
1: No doubt about that, definitely. But wait a minute, I might be wrong, but isn't the UCCI often associated with cultural city diplomacy? Are we forgetting something here?
0: (laughs) No, we're not forgetting it. I was letting it for the end because it's really the icing on the cake. The programs for which the UCCI is most known for. The award granted by the UCCI to member cities on an annual or biannual basis allow them to expose and disseminate its heritage and cultural wealth to promote the exchange of experiences among cultural managers and also to promote the engagement of people. The first one, inspired by the European Capital of Culture, is the Ibero-American Capital of Cultures. Since 1991, member cities that are awarded with this title organize various activities throughout the year with the aim of promoting regional integration.
1: Then after the first one and its success, from 1994, the Plaza Mayor of Ibero-American culture started. And this recognition aims to support the holding of monographic or multidisciplinary cultural calls. And more recently, we have the Ibero-American capital of carnival, which is a benign recognition to promote um, an activity of a marked, maybe tourist or cultural nature that has deep doses of social transversality, uh, integration and promotion of culture, native as well in its inclusion um, in its Afro-descendant community. The Bear American Capital of Peace is also there in order to recognize the efforts to build cultures of peace against different forms of violence.
0: Last but not least, we have the Iber American Green Capital title which recognizes management policies of the administrative legal order that seek to strengthen green areas and urban biodiversity for sustainable cities. It shows a commitment of the UCCI to apply public policies for environmental management, realizing the need to develop more sustainable cities in the region.
1: Oh, I see. Well, I think now we have a pretty good idea of what the UCCI is about. Its history and how it came about and how it works. Maybe it is time we move on to our SWOT analysis? Absolutely. Let's do that. Right. So we start with um, the strengths of the UCCI. The first is that of alliances. We see that the UCCI is very connected to other networks and international institutions. Um, on one hand, it allows it to be in line with the trends, guidelines and overarching principles, both in the region um, and in the Andean network of cities and even internationally as well. As well as with distinct uh, realities on the field, since it is connected to other city networks, NGOs and other organizations, it is a motor for coordination and development where it acts. And it projects the voice of its member cities.
0: Yes. This multi level connectedness of the UCCI um, is also complemented with a very good work on visibility and transparency. So the UCCI is very much in line with our online world. It is present in any social media platform we look at LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which of course, enhances its visibility and direct presence with other city networks, with researchers, and most especially and most importantly, maybe citizens. The UCCI is also very transparent in um, its communications and archives. We can find anything we wish on their website. Mm -hmm. Yes, so in addition
1: to that, we find that the UCCI is also, we might call it old, or experience, we'll say experience rather. It's an experienced city network. Um, It will turn 40 years in a year's time. So this has allowed it uh, to have some kind of institutional learning, development of connections, make errors and successes along the way, which allow it to reach its current shape. This is a differential in relation to many city networks, which have probably 10 or 20 years and haven't got all the institutional solidity in the sense of accumulated learning, uh, library and information, history of cooperation, exchanges, basically the know-how.
0: Absolutely. And besides, the UCCI favors a decentralized approach, very much in line with the sort of cooperation that Siege Diplomacy and Siege Networks are known for. So it allows The integration of different institutions also, like promoting meetings of police people, of firefighters, of directors of international relations, and so on and so forth. So it both allows a a decentralized approach in the regional sense and in the sectorial sense.
1: That's right. And so we move on to our weaknesses now. And we see that although the UCCI works a lot on visibility and showing to partners and citizens what it has done, it's doing, it's however not clear to us how it allows citizens to participate, neither in the designing of the policies, the activities and programs, nor being part of them. Um, No consultations or interactions seem to be carried out, uh, at least in what we discovered. And everything being designed, decided, debated, and implemented inside the corridors of the local administration in network.
0: That's it. Another downside that is recognized in their working documents themselves is that some of its efforts run the risk of being duplicated with those of other city networks in the region or other organizations because, well, they share goals. Say, for instance, the programs of the Organization of American States or the Inter-American Development Bank are sometimes overlapping in their objectives, in their target public, in their methods. So they could basically easily join forces and work more effectively together rather than have the UCCI and develop its own documents, studies and policies on the ground. And That's- a possible
1: weakness is that it only includes capital cities, national capitals, regional capitals, and cities with large metropolitan areas. Thus, on one hand, it is not representative of the Ibero-American space as a whole, uh, for a start, which is so multiple, It's made up of cities and regions with other configurations than those. And then on the other hand, it reinforces a certain concentration of efforts, resources, or capabilities, the visibility and connectedness in the cities that already have these attributes without the networks.
0: That's true. Now, moving on to threats. Um, One possible threat that we have identified to the existence of the network or to its good functioning is the fact that it's based on colonial shared history and culture, basically. It englobes and emphasizes only one part of both Iberian and Latin American history and culture. Beyond this, there is much more. There is the Islamic past of the Iberian Peninsula. There is the pre-Columbian past of the Latin American continent with its native indigenous history, culture, and traditions. So, there might come a time when either or both of these regions reject this emphasis on this alliance. Thus, for the UCCI to continue strong and to flourish, so to speak, it may have to dialogue well with these other dimensions of both Iberian and Latin American history and culture.
1: That's well spotted. In fact, they're already doing efforts in that direction. However, if it fails to continue advancing in this direction, it might lose its appeal to some countries in the following years. Maybe it's something to look at.
0: Yes. And another threat that is worth a look, and here we link with our block on the COVID-19 crisis, is how much the crisis shortened the fiscal space for local administrations to invest in and to help uh, sectors in need. society itself may decline very sharply in the coming years, since it's mainly funded by the member cities themselves, um, who have to disperse great amounts of money to address emergencies caused by the pandemic in their own jurisdiction.
1: And this creates, I guess, a space for us to look at the opportunities, rather, and link it with the COVID crisis. Yes, this is something um, that the UCCI already factors and has been discussing in their latest webinars and publications. Now, talking about the COVID-19, it also opens many opportunities for the UCCI, mainly in two areas, where, especially um, the Latin American members lag somewhat behind and have to boost in order to continue advancing. Yes,
0: yeah, the first one is digitalization digital economy technology and services the digital transition faces very serious limitations in Latin America so all these webinars trainings information available and many initiatives of the UCI developed online um, will not get to these people to many people in um, across the member cities unless national and local governments step in to help and to correct these deficiencies. The UCI can play a key role in this process of digital transition.
1: And maybe to talk about another challenge or threat or another space that might open a huge opportunity in this sense is tourism, culture and sustainability. You see that many of the member cities of this network are much sought after um, tourist destinations and have a great cultural allure and whose activities have been hit hard by the pandemic. On the other hand, um, in terms of environmental management and transition connected to tourism or to other areas such as mobility, energy, may still face a long way to fully go green. So this relaunch can be an opportunity to maybe firstly reboost tourism, culture, and culture, so as to make them more sustainable, more diverse, more inclusive, more resilient to the crisis. And secondly, regarding sustainability, uh, putting this objective at the core of the post-pandemic recovery can actually enhance the city's perspective in this matter and puts them on a more sustainable path to social and economic development.
0: Absolutely. Now, let's connect this to our last block on the impact of the COVID-19 crisis and the UCCI's response to it.
1: But we see that High has taken action bilaterally and through in-country collaborations and not necessarily as a whole. We see that the network has provided support to its member countries. It has held webinars, conferences, together with collaborative visits. These have taken the form of a series of information sharing on experiences, measures to deal with the spread or the resurgence, and ensuring citizen coexistence, and as well as managing the use of public spaces. Um, in 2020, April 2020, the UCCI supported an initiative called Cities for Global Health, which is essentially a platform for information sharing between mayors, the metropolis, and the Euro
0: Latin American Alliance for cooperation between cities. Other than that, the UCCI has also met uh, via video conference, of course, with a few heads of member cities. Um, to deliberate on COVID-19 mitigation and response strategies, including support for future dialogue, it was decided that Madrid was going to lead cooperation efforts with Latin America, um, entailing a contingency plan to channel resources to various cities, as well as being the nexus between Europe and um, Ibero-America, really. So the UCI, has had a series of technical webinars throughout 2020, including meetings with municipal emerg- emergency services, measures to sustain um, tourism, fiscal and economic recovery plans. And these were led by different member countries and involved a different um, number of um, member cities. In addition to that, there has
1: been more collaborative effort with other international organizations. We find that the UCCI spoke as a counselor in the UCLG. This inclusion is key, considering that it was the first time ever the UCCI was involved in this manner, representing safer, resilient and sustainable cities capable of facing the crisis. The UCCI also represented at the 59th session of the ECOSOC of the United Nations, where it provided solutions on innovation, digital transformation to the sustainable and well being of everyone. So, this representation really was in the capacity of the voice of the cities of Latin America. So, we see a lot of um, international collaborations information exchange, and solidarity provision to its member city?
0: Overall, the UCI has been affected, but it has not been paralyzed by the COVID-19 crisis. Quite on the contrary, it has been an important actor um, in efforts to to fight the crisis and in efforts to um, continue collaborating. And for a close, we can say that the UCCI has everything in place and in motion to continue to be an important organization and support cooperation and development of its member cities. However, it does face some important challenges at the present moment that um, must be overcome efficiently. And we very much look forward to seeing how the future unfolds for the UCCI and how it adapts to the evolving geopolitical landscape. We thank you very much for hearing and we hope we have enjoyed this episode.